Geek Shock. Geek Shock. It's just boom, you're the werewolf. Peppy's new because I saw him. Yeah, he's brand new. He just came. This out. is this is the uh, Breitbart uh, alt right uh, <laughs> mascot. A, yeah. Oh, that's so sad that they're both named Peppy. Peppy hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Pepe. It's Peppy. Peppy. P e p p y. Oh, it's not Pepe. The, the okay. Pepe. Yeah. The frog one, right? The frog no. pilot. Yeah. The frog pilot. The frog Pepe. pilot. No, that's Slippy. Slippy. <laughs> Slippy Toad. He came out last month. Slide, slide. Who Slippy? Peppy? Slide. Peppy's the rabbit who used to fly with James. Wait, what's what the, the fuck sad rabbit? frog thing? What? You're huh? a frog. What's the sad frog thing called? That's called pe- Pepe. Pepe. Okay. Not Pepe. Not Peppy. Yeah. Oh, Pepe. Oh. Pepe. Get it right, Pepe. Guys, Pepe. Gotcha. Pepe the rabbit. So you have Pepe. It's all Greek to me, Pepe. man. But not Pepe. That's good. You don't when want I that. I played in Star Nintendo Fox. Figure. There was no rabbits. What the? All these there was a new rabbit? generation rabbit. No, there was a fox, a falcon. Yep. Yeah. Um, frog. 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 And, and a, a rabbit. rabbit. <laughs> what? I'm forgetting the rabbit. <laughs> Pepe is the one who flew with uh, Fox's dad. And would always go, your father helped me like that too, Fox. Yeah. He was from remember. Kentucky? He sounds exactly like this. I, I ain't kidding you. I don't remember. <laughs> do a barrel roll. That's why, that's why you remember. You're He's the guy that roll. says do a barrel roll, for fuck's sake. Okay, but I just don't remember him being a rabbit or something. It's understandable. The, the did, graphics were did, the greatest Did the then. funky helmet... Over the ears, throw you. Didn't have a helmet. I'm just drawing a blank on the rabbit character in Star Fox. If there were only some kind of a device that could access the entirety of human knowledge, where you could look up a picture of said rabbit. I don't care. So go ahead and pick up. (laughs) Well, here's your goddamn phone out. Have you heard? You understand? He's Canadian. He doesn't have to care. Yeah. Have you heard the weird Canadian uh, version is a moose, not a rabbit? He's wearing skull pants and a Mamma Mia shirt. Do you think he cares? That's right. I'm in a suit and tie every single day when I get home. I wear what I want. You're Canadian. not home. Canadian ball game. Oh, no. You're home. This yeah. is this, this is, is home is for you. Aww. We talk about it. Exactly. That's right. Skull is Apparel a, Unite. There's uh, a theory that you can look up online, and uh, I believe it was on uh, Do You Know Gaming, one of their, their special on Star Fox. They talked about it. There's been several articles, but if you look at the original Star Fox characters, they have these steel feet. They all have these from their knees down, basically. They have these really crazy steel feet and then their ankles are all very small and they go into like these hard little flat robot looking feet okay the theory is they've all been augmented they've had their legs cut off bionic animals. and put bionic on it because bionic. it keeps they pull such hard g's they pull such incredible g-forces that this keeps the blood up closer to their heart there's some thought in this that makes they sense. have yeah it's really interesting I love pilots. God damn it, you fucking clowns. They're making a mess. Listen, these are Tim Tams and they deserve respect. Pick that up and eat it, you ass. (laughs) Five second rule. There you go. No, I want Tim Tam. Wasting that that Tim Tam. Not that one. There he goes. I didn't throw it. It was him. Welcome, folks. This is a very chaotic (laughs) shit shock. Number 363. I'm Master Torgo. The famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Forward aim. Show your aim. Back to Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Maple Leaf Matt. 
we were here talking. We could get. I'm used to strange names from Paul, not from you. He's covered in Tim Tams. Look, at he it. is. There's, there's like little Tim Tam spots of melted <laughs> chocolate on his dark pants. Well, what, what, and whole you, Tim Tams. You have to admit, it kind of grows on you. <laughs> it grows is, on is, him. Is that the official tagline? Yes. Yeah. Tim Tams. Everything grows they on, grow on you. You you are eating it like you are a a spokesperson. So yeah. I was um, in college. Yay! <laughs> what did you do this weekend? I was, wow. I was referred to as a small burping animal because I would eat cookies without my hands. A small burping animal? Small burrowing animal. Oh, okay. I would, I would put a cookie in my mouth and just eat it. Just moving Yeah, and it's not mouth. like he does that now as an adult. <laughs> no. There, yeah, there it is. By the way, who was supposed to give me that supply of digestives for Todd at Scoop Fest on Sunday night? Who indeed? Chris! Thank you so much. Oh, Chris I've from got Australia. For you. Oh, he got it for you. got it Kirsten, ahead of time. Kirsten got that. them to my hands. Oh, okay. I, I am now awash in digestives, mm. and it makes me a very, very happy Torgo. And he's like, like otter happy. It's 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 how happy I am. He's remind me. Happy. I have another little thing for you in the car that I forgot to bring up. Oh, I will remind you. Thank you. But again, Chris, thank you so much. It's uh, it's it's a taste that I've missed, missed dearly, gentlemen. What did you do this week? Especially this weekend. Right. Was there something going on? I didn't do I, anything. I went to I went to something. Something? You <laughs> yeah. went to a thing? I'll yeah. let Andy tell. T- I want to hear oh, Andy's story because oh. I was a little too little too close to You were the involved. Magic. You were deep. Yeah. I went to Scoop Backstage. Fest. Scoop Fest? Amazing. What the hell is that? It was an event for fans of the Ice Cream Social, which is an interesting podcast that's run out of this very town. Is it? Yeah. It's like what? Six yeah, guys on that show? Uh, something like that. I okay. think six people listen to it. Oh, okay. Six testicles. Paul is I, like super internet famous. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear about Scoop Fest. He has people. But you're right. I want to hear from Andy. Yeah. No, it was. Um, I I, I kind of wish I wasn't involved in it. It wasn't. You know, wasn't. Uh, I wish I was just a fan because I was. It's weird. I mean, I wish something I loved had something that, that was cool for it. That was that cool going on for it. I mean, everything was going on. It was so you big, don't love Ice Cream Social. I do, <laughs> but I know Paul and I know Matt, and it's a different deal. I mean, it's just... You're an insider. Yeah, I'm an insider. Yeah. Ah. It's just like... Thank you, Todd. Thank you. Yeah, good call. He's telling the story, yet you're... Okay. Yeah. I'm interpreting. Yeah, no. It was it was amazing. <laughs> yes. I mean, there was something going on every night. He's the narrator. That was, yeah. I, I would go... I would travel hundreds of miles to go see. Wow. Walk 500 miles? And, <laughs> and any given night would have been worth it. But there were three nights of wonderful joy. I saw the list of all the things going on. Yeah. It looked fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. I wish I could have been a part of it. Yeah. I was with Andy on Wednesday night. I just went uh, Friday night. I went to the Friday night bucket show. Standing room only. Yep. Crowded. At one I, point, somebody passed Matt and was like, uh, I'm the fire inspector. And Matt was like, oh, Jesus. It was a joke. But yeah. it was it was that crammed. Wow. And uh, there, was, there was a shit ton. RJ. Oh, my was, God. RJ was good. He was so fucking funny. He played that audience like a motherfucking violin. That was some virtuoso shit. That was really... He's an incredibly gifted performer. That, mm-hmm. was, that was just great. I am uh, uber fortunate to call him a friend. Can you, can you say on air, was, uh, was that girl, was Emily a shill? No. No. Holy shit. Not at all, dude. He uh, worked her so... Yeah, that yeah. bit when he was like, all right, I want you to throw the cards in the air. 
on the count of three, and she'd already thrown the cards in the air, and they felt, pick them up, pick them up. Yeah, it was just, it was some funny shit. Jesus Christ. So the Friday night, a bunch of people met up at a couple different bars downtown. There, there were Millennium Fandom Bar. Yes. Okay. I was at Millennium Fandom Bar waiting for the nerds, and actually a couple <laughs> nerds showed up, and two people that didn't listen to the show, but just wanted to see Millennium Fandom Bar. So I, I think we may have pulled it in. We'll see. Um, that's two more. Two more. Obelisk scheme. Be careful. Just no. one. No, no. We, we, don't, we, don't, we don't have the obelisk scheme rules here. All right. We're going for pole pyramid. I'm all I'm all for it. We're going secretly, for we do. We're going for tetrahedron. Yeah, that's, that's, secretly, we do want pyramid schemes. Yeah. Um, and then we all went over to uh, Crown and Ang- or downtown Crown to meet up with everybody else who was over there. And then we went to the uh, Artifice, which was a mess because it was too loud to hear anything. Mm. And we all con- uh, descended upon the... Uh, Cockroach Theater, Art Square Theater. And uh, there was a bucket show, but there was very little actual regular bucket show. It was like a bucket show. What was that? Zoe's Little Playthings? It was kind of like a combination of Zoe's Little Playthings and the bucket shows. So it was mm-hmm. like this weird variety show of strip performers doing shit they normally do and don't normally do. Strip performers, for the viewers out there, <laughs> Thank you. are the people Vegas who strip. work the Las Vegas Strip. <laughs> right. It's a very common phrase here in town. Also, Although, but... For less performance. Say, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, wasn't Having there actual... Having said that... Yeah. <laughs> but just so people understand. So, yeah. Uh, we got to see a little bit of Bucket Show. We got to see a few of the standard stuff. Triple these guys threat. Said, triple threat, yeah. So it was a Vegas sampler. Yes, but nice. mixed in with... Um, RJ, who's the baby from Mystier, mm-hmm. um, doing magic, which apparently was what he normally used to do before he was a baby. Because, you know, you don't train, <laughs> you don't, you don't train <laughs> to be a baby from Mystere. That just happens. That is true. Um, a- amazing magic trick. I mean, just, just hilarious shit. Two, two really solid magic tricks. Um, and then, uh, what's her name? The... Um, the blonde was in a red redhead. Charlie wig. Starling. Charlie Starling. Thank you. Who just friended me on Facebook? Thank you, Charlie. Um, doing a striptease uh, dress as Jessica Rabbit. Fun. Um, that would have been fun to see. Yeah, it was great. And she was singing uh, "Do Right," the song that uh, Jessica Rabbit singing in yeah. the movie. Um, what else was there? Oh, a couple comedians. Okay, who, who were really funny. Marinelli, yeah. Steve Marinelli, oh, yeah. terrific. Gelato and, Steve, an engineering bastard. And who was the other girl with a glorious nose? Carolyn Alpert. Man, she's wonderful. Um, and then uh, Puppetry of the Penis came out, and they were out there for a while wearing full robes, you know, full cape-like robes, as if they weren't going to do anything. And early on, Paul handed me the camera and said, "You're running the 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 uh, the live feed." All right. So I was front and center. Shooting completely butt naked guys doing terrible, terrible things to their See, junk. See, dreams do come yes. true. Oh boy, it that was is a good show. Though, awful the things they did there. Puppetry, yeah, yeah. And then, that is some torturous junk mm-hmm. work, really. And then Oof. immediately Ouch. following their wonderful but strange act, Benny Bonobo came out, who is a monkey that plays keyboard. Um, Imagine that. I want. I, don't, I wish I didn't have to. And. Uh, and he, and, 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 and he Benny did a uh, little puppetry of the penis yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> Benny, Benny whipped out his dick and tried to play his piano. Yeah, dick pounded his. the keyboard <laughs> with his dick. <laughs> and this he, definitely sounds like a show that Paul. Oh really my god! <laughs> <laughs> were, were you on standby with the little uh, sanitary wipes there, Paul? All bets were off that night, my friend. Oh, I'm say, I'm that's crazy. 
anybody that used to play video games at Paul's house, mm. if you like sneezed or coughed, didn't matter if you didn't cough into your hands, like coughed into your sleeve, out came the sanitary wipes right, and you would right. wipe down all Is the that game still controllers. You, you feel? Not nearly as much, mm. but if you you touch my game controllers, I clean my game controllers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm funky about my this, game controllers. This was a rare moment where the fact that I'd work a regular day job was to my advantage. I got to go to pretty much everything. I missed a couple of the shows, but I got to go to all, pretty much all the events. Yeah. I know you guys were working all night, so you guys are going to see a lot yeah. of it. But I, I got to see a ton of it, and it was so much fun. I mean, that was the first night. The second night was uh, going to see uh, Fifty, 50 Shades. Shades of Grey, which I didn't go to. I actually went to uh, one of my coworkers' retirement parties. And then, well, no, there was a, in the afternoon, well, 5 o'clock, there was a uh, live recording of ICS, followed by the Apple Sisters. Oh, terrific. Which I would go, I would literally fly across the country to see the Apple Sisters. They only perform two or three times a year. Maybe one or two times a year. And during Scoop Fest. Wow. And it was am- amazing. They drank gravy on stage. Because it was... they're glorious. Yes. Yes. Drank gravy? Yes, they did. The Apple Sisters. It's their Thanksgiving yeah. show. It's so yeah. funny. <laughs> they hadn't done that show in four years. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They knew all their lines. Matt didn't. Um, <laughs> you know how you know how Apple Sister shows work? I do. Now you do. Um, no, I've seen quite a few of their shows, and yeah, now that I know they exist, I've tried to see everyone every time they're performing. In fact, they're performing. If you happen to be in the LA area, uh, December tenth at the Upright Citizen Brigade Theater. Terrific. Go see. But them. it's not on any friggin' website yet. But I'm watching. There but they go. told me they're going to be there. You you scoop from Scoop Fest. Yes, exactly. Uh, so, but, so that happened, and then the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, and then afterwards, I caught, I got back there in time for the uh, karaoke party, which was wonderful. That was actually probably the best part because at that point, everybody introduced themselves to each other. Everybody knew what was going on. It was quiet enough that you could actually have conversations. Yep. The karaoke was either wonderfully awful or wonderfully good. I mean, the guy that did. Um, uh, I've got big balls. Was just astounding. <laughs> yeah, nice. he nailed it. I Sounded mean, just like just the dead on. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm always impressed by anybody that can do ACDC karaoke. Oh, it blows my amazing. mind when they he pull it, it off. Yeah. and it's just called balls, Andy. It's not. Oh, I'm called. sorry. Yes. <laughs> if I remember correctly, that, that guy was a monkey trainer, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a monkey trainer. I suggest we change this segment to what did Andy do this week? <laughs> <laughs> That's the every week. Yeah, exactly. So I'm, well, it's the same thing I did. You know what Paul did, but I'm doing the talk because Paul wants me to. Oh, yeah. Um, it's all Paul Paul's is eating. Fault. So that is I fair. do. He's eating. I want him to do it. Yeah. Um, so that was that was probably the best night for because for actually you could talk and all. And then I met some great people there. Everybody I met there was just wonderful. Everybody. I'm ton of people I met there. I, I'm sure I've forgotten what I said and what they said, and I've forgotten names, but everything was wonderful. I just enjoyed the conversation. Really cool people. Um, people bought me drinks, too, which probably helped me forget some things. <laughs> That's, that, uh, helps. Yeah. that helps. I don't know, if Matt, if you're actually appreciating what Paul did there. Paul is has manipulated Andy to telling the story that he would tell, so that he has a few minutes to eat over here. And it's got a quarter pounder and McNuggets. It sounds cool. No, no, no. He had a double quarter pounder and a ten piece McNuggets. And it sounds cool when you're not praising yourself. That's why we have salespeople when I'm to work in the industry. Right. Mm. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) If I say I'm the greatest character artist in town, it sounds kind of, you know, yeah. But somebody says it about me. Sure, why not? Right. Um, <laughs> I want to get the outsider's view. Yeah. So Sunday, what happens? So Sunday, there was a live recording of Penn Sunday School at uh, 
what the hell was the name of the show theater? creator studio show creator studio off in the sunset mm-hmm. um and there were food trucks out there and they did this some great analogies about the uh it made me feel better about the whole trump presidency thing um that that's one episode I definitely wanted to catch. Yeah, so. no, it's good. Paul sang Klingon opera and uh, very important, and, and got shit for not ending the routine when he should have. Um, <laughs> and uh, then afterwards, there was a, a bunch of performing. I did caricatures. Uh, Penn sang um, a couple of his songs. Uh, Godot did Stilt Walking. Still uh, still no, walking. not Stilt Walking. Unicycle. Six foot unicycle. Six foot unicycle. Oh, that's unicycle. very different. And juggling. <laughs> It's amazing. I, 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 was, I was behind a row of people. I couldn't, yeah. Um, incredible. Juggling knives. You are short. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he yeah. juggled knives in a six foot uh, tall unicycle. Yep. Did his apple eating juggling routine. That's a skill and a gift. And then I had everyone, a cousin that so was able to get up on the, the six foot unicycle and ride it around. Nice. But that's all he did. That's mm. complicated enough. Yeah. Right, right. I can't imagine juggling he knives. And, he wasn't wearing a kilt dressed as Darth Vader with a no. flaming bagpipe. No. That's only in Portland, man. Nah. Only in Portland. <laughs> um, and then everybody went off to see uh, Penn and Tower. I didn't, but uh, a bunch of people did. And then we all met at the Golden Tiki. 80s Jeff was there. He can I an pass appearance. On, I will pass appearance. on to 80s Jeff now because he yes, was there. I was there. That was parking. Uh, the parking was fun. <laughs> <laughs> fucking awful. Parking was good for me. I got rock star yeah. parking. I parked right in front of the fucking venue. Yeah, they they were like, this is Paul's parking spot. Paul, this is for you. The it famous was amazing. Paul. I parked like right across. From 80s her. Jeff, you're the back <laughs> northeast corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally right across. The, it's really yeah. happening. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, yeah, there were a lot of people showed up. At, at first, I thought, I'm like, because Andy's like, it's at 11 o'clock. And I'm like, okay. So I get there like 5 to 11. There's nobody there. And I'm like, huh. Well, it says private event in the back room there. So I, I, I wind up like at 10 after calling Andy. I'm like, this thing is at 11, right? He's like, yeah, I'm on my way there. Not five minutes later, like Matt shows up and he's got hands full of stuff he's decorating. And then and then about 10 minutes later, people started trickling in. So, but uh but yeah, Andy signed a lot of autographs on Christmas Puss. Uh, awesome. And I did. Paul was uh, signing a lot of autographs on hats and Christmas Puss. Um, that's really about all I got to see because it was pretty crowded in there. <laughs> well, I, I brought How many Jeff- would you say were there, Jeff? There had to be at least 100 there, yep. if not 120. Wow. I brought Jeff over to the um, Sarah and Steve, who do know us yes. in the show. But are very cool, nonetheless. And uh, they actually had a, you had a good talk with Steve White yeah. and listening to the show, actually. Uh, yeah, well, he, he he was talking about how he's been involved in a couple of uh, geek podcasts in the past that oh. uh, have, like, ruined friendships and, like, uh, completely, like, nobody talks to each other. And so he's, like, what? Bur- what? he's burnt out. Yeah. Is that where we're headed? No, <laughs> no. No, we've been doing this long enough. Episode 400. You just wait and see. Yeah, in our ninth year, we implode. In his case, like, <laughs> hope we survive the experience. How the hell? What? In his case, like, they all, like, well, because, like, somebody wants to control Imagine everything. This. And, Imagine oh. this, uh, Kirsten. Imagine instead of a group of people who work together professionally in a theme, in a themed area, uh, a bunch of uh, people that you've done D and D campaigns with decide to put on a show. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I know these guys all play D and D too, but I'm talking like think yeah. back to like 
college day D and D crew. Okay, this whole you don't have to think back far, right? Yeah, this makes sense. So you know what I mean? Like then you go, oh, oops. It's a. We have, you know, I am super fortunate to be a part of two very cool podcasts that are full of just cool people. What What's yeah. the other one yeah. from I'm, Ice Cream I'm, Social? Yeah. Uh, it's this new thing I just started. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will hear it pretty soon. Look forward, look forward to it. <laughs> but no, yeah, you guys had a great turnout. Um, it's crazy how many people, people stayed all I, the way through Sunday night. Yeah. The people I actually got to meet were, were pretty cool and... Uh, it was fun yeah. when you, on Friday night when you did the... All right, how many people came here from 50 miles away, hands up? At, oh, yeah. At least, and everyone raises their hands, and at least 100 and a few hands down, and you got you got clear to Australia. Yep. Damn. We had probably 40% of the people had gone over 1,000 miles. Yep. That's amazing. This is insane. That's amazing. Yep. Congratulations on a successful oh, I, event. Thank That's you. Great. I really enjoyed the... Um, Saturday night show because I came a little late that late to that one I got there just as you guys were about to start and like pointed up at the rafters to the people I knew there and like yeah so I just sat up there and watched it from the rafters with with a couple people and up in the you know the little staircase that goes up and looking down on you oh yeah yeah so the Friday night show Saturday night dum 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 with the Apple Sisters with you guys doing Saturday the- afternoon. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Okay. Sorry. God, I, Andy. No. It, it was dark. It was dark. <laughs> I took it's, a great picture of the sunset just as I was parking at your. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, I'm glad it went great. It's, all this stuff that I saw on social media was just like, oh, yeah. I just so wish it could be in this. Dazzling. It looked like. So yeah, I was much bummed fun. you guys uh, all couldn't make it. Uh, yeah. but I was very happy that Andy was there and great to see uh, Jeff come out last night. That was wonderful. Okay, made it. There. Oh, Andy and on Friday night, Andy and I sat behind Scoop Jessica. Hi, oh, Jessica. Yeah. That's right. Yes. did. And it was really funny because just before the show started, she suddenly turned around and she's like, okay, somebody tweeted me, um, are you guys fact check and Kirsten? Because <laughs> <laughs> somebody not, not was like, K. yeah, it was like, fact is, that, and is that fact check and Kirsten behind you? It was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, yeah. yeah see? So We're all getting internet famous, guys. Now, <laughs> the thing Slowly, I, but it's happening. The thing I live streamed, is that available for people to watch somewhere? The thing that you held and yeah, the periscope. periscope, yeah, it'll be saved and put up somewhere. Okay, because people want to know about that because there's a lot of penis in that. Yeah, it'll yeah. be up. You and get and to see that wiener. Yeah, I Hot think dog it should penis, be. You just go to hamburger our periscope, penis. Mm. Go to the uh, bucket show periscope. Vagina penis. Yep, the woman, the mm. other woman, mm. hilarious. <laughs> Crack me up, Buffalo Bill. They yes. Buffalo, they straight up <laughs> Buffalo Bill. They straight up <laughs> Buffalo Bill. But it's so good. Anything else you want to throw out there about Scoop Fest? I like I'm ruined as yeah. far as my show goes. Tonight was a really good show. Mm-hmm. Tonight uh we Tuesday night usually have good crowds at uh 50 shades. Sure. It's really good crowd. Had a really fun time doing the show. But holy fuck Saturday night. I imagine We had 270 280 people in that room. Insane. Yes. It's a small room. And like I had to try and get air during my songs in different places that I don't used to because oxygen was just out of that fucking place. Wow. It was nuts, but... Um, now, because it was a special show, did you release the Kraken? Oh, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't did muffle up? But, like, honestly, uh-huh. I'll, ne- I- I'll never be able to top that. That's the greatest theatrical experience of my life, and I don't know that it'll ever get any better than that. I don't even know if I want it to. It was, it was a perfect night. 
and uh, just the 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 screams, the craziness. They were just because I pop up from the dark, you know, from my appearance, and they just Wah! they went bananas, and I was just like, oh shit, felt like we, a beetle. We just rolled from there. Well, I was almost in tears before the show even started, yeah. just overwhelmed from yeah. the whole weekend already. But um, but yeah, it was so funny that I came backstage and uh, Adriana, one of my uh, co-stars, she was like, "How's it feel to be the the special celebrity guest on a sitcom?" <laughs> <laughs> And that's exactly what it felt like. And I said, I said, this is this must be what it's like to be Hasselhoff in the run of the producers. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that's so, terrific. That's kind of where I can't say enough. Smart, funny, interesting people. Right? I did not have a boring conversation no. all weekend. We have the best listeners. We have the best listeners. We have such an amazing community with uh, Scoops. Um, and it's only going to get better from here. It was, it was incredible. Beautiful. Everybody was so kind. We got so many gifts, so much cool swag mm. and shit, and everything just went so smooth, and everybody was just so nice to everybody else, yep. just so chill and helpful, and it was precisely the ointment that I needed, I think we all needed, for what oh, happened bad. from the election. Sure. And uh, Charlie Starling, I put her video up there, she did a beautiful little yeah, song, yeah. Mm-hmm. and just was so kind and complimentary about the weekend, and she summed it up exactly right. We just... You know, you you got to see the love that's still out there in the world. Mm-hmm. We're going to be okay. We're going to get through it. Yep. Um, it's going to suck, but we're sure, going sure. to get through it. We're going to get through it. People are still beautiful, wonderful, uh, amazing creatures, and yep. uh, we can do it. Penn had the same sentiment in a lot of ways about what he and yeah. Please listen to uh, Penn Sunday School this week if you get a chance. I'm on there. Yep. I was uh, uh, lucky enough to be a guest. Uh, hey, Matt was on there too. He was. He was. Yeah. He's on. He's on there pretty often. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> slick bastard. <laughs> it's. It was so good. It was all just so good. So just God. to make it bizarre, and I'm so tired. Still. Last night, I went to see a new show on the Strip. There was a Daredevils of Comedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, which is people that got a show because they blew it on America's Got Talent. Because it was a. It's a couple. And uh, there was a mistake, and he got shot in the neck with a flaming arrow on TV. I think I heard about that. <laughs> wow. So, so he's part is, of that show. The show is basically a geek act. He's, he's putting shit through his face. <laughs> of course. And, of course it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and, and I'd seen a bunch of it at uh, Wonderground. I'd actually seen it before that Wonderground. That makes all the sense. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's, they, they do a funny bit where you see he hangs a hook through his nose, through his septum, and then puts two clips or hooks to his I couldn't quite tell what he was doing but he did something that made his eyeball eyelids drag down yeah and uh, he's hanging cowbells off it and and <laughs> making people yell what does a jack act need more cowbell is that Jim Rose circus is that what kind of Jim Rose circusy yeah when he got he got in... the three or four cowbells and said you know what this is these and I'm one of the some more cowbell he goes nope bowling ball oh, <laughs> Yeah, I I got to see Mr. Lifto and the Jim Rose Circus open for Nine Inch Nails eons ago. I'm so old. Uh, It was great. Um, But when I was in China and we were auditioning people for our possible show that never happened, but we had, I already had a guy who did some hardcore shit. Mm -hmm. He could lick a metal. Uh, a superheated uh, metal chain oh, and all kind of, and he could he could lie on broken glass and have this, two this girls guy stand put on, on him. a settling torch with his tongue, right? Yeah. Same kind of thing. Yeah, <sighs> but we had a guy come in later, 
uh, he was a friend of one of the other performers, and they were seeing if they could get a spot for this guy. And this guy, he took uh, two uh, squares, two little boxes, basically, okay. and put two giant butcher cleavers mm-hmm. on each. So it was like two butcher, four butcher cleavers. I don't like where this is going already. Edge up, <laughs> edge up, right? Okay, blade okay. up, blade up, okay. cringe. He stands on those. Then he takes uh, hooks into his eye holes mm-hmm. and lifts a bucket of water while he's, while standing. he's standing on two blades. Yep. And yeah, and it was like, uh, and I had to be like, I don't have any place for that in the show. <laughs> yeah, where can right. you put Sorry. That? Yeah. <laughs> we already had the other guy as sure. one of the bad guys, henchmen, and it worked out. Showing mm-hmm. him the it was it worked perfect. But this guy was like, I'm sorry. And I was like Even even James Bond villains wouldn't have him as right, a sidekick. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, there's a and there and I was like, that I explained to through translators to my other uh people there who were helping put together the show. I said, That right there, that's the line. <laughs> that's that's what American audiences, yep. general American audiences, could give zero fucks yep. about. I said, licking a, re- a hot chain, that will scare people. Mm. That's pretty intense. Lying on broken glass, hardcore. Sure. Hooks in your eye holes is where they were done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said that is years ago. I Americans saw. are funny about eye it holes. Is, right, it, it is. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, but that's that is the line. Years ago, I, I found saw, the line. Um, <laughs> So it was like the Chinese National Circus or something was pouring in Boston, mm-hmm. and a guy did the uh, you know the thing where you you balance the, the teeter totter thing the the thing where you've got a Seesaw. little it's like a metal tube and you got no, a little tiny no. board on it and you're yeah yeah you roll you you there's a metal tube underneath a board over top and you're rolling back and forth on right. it staying balanced he did that this this Chinese guy did that with yep. five tubes five tubes yeah now only only three were actually pivoting two were just sitting upright but he's basically balancing on a universal joint. Yeah, and oh, it, which was amazing. Yeah, and then a year later, I saw a street performer in front of the uh, Faneuil Hall doing the same trick. And when he's part of his, you know, when he's doing the trick, he's like, "That's the trick I'm about to do. Only two other people in the world can do, but they're from communist countries, <laughs> and they have to." <laughs> that was the ultimate sadness yeah. about seeing the performers in the other oh, in China. It was just. God, man. I mean, we think we as artists have to sacrifice a lot, and we right. do, but holy shit. Holy shit. Puts it all in perspective, baby. But on a brighter note again, I'm still just riding a high, riding a high from this weekend. It's fucking amazing. Absolutely. You enjoy that. You earned it. So did you fuck or see Jesus Christ. Now so we can talk about it? Uh, I haven't, but I'm not going to stop you God from talking you. about it. I, at, at, at this point, Ten I say pants. if you want to talk about it, go ahead. Um why don't we save that more toward the end of the show for those who have not seen it? Oh, Doctor Strange? Yeah. I still haven't seen it. Oh, okay. There's oh, fuck it. We'll wait another week. <laughs> you can talk about it if you want to. I have no problem if you want to talk to it. A little bit. But, uh, mm. but if you want to wait, that's fine, too. So you finally week. got to see it, too, then? Nope. Nope. I, so I, the same I, for, had, I had time for nothing. So the, same the only for, ointment I was able to apply on my mental wounds was just those glorious YouTube channels that are specifically commercials from specific years 
Oh, like a, wow. Like a half hour. Like there, there are channels that get so specific with it that they're like, this is the commercial set from 19... March to April. 1979 from the Mary Tyler Moore show on May 27th. Oh, wow. Wow. And, that and, is specific. And they edit out the show, and it's just the commercials from that yeah. set. Wow. And, and that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice member berries thing to go to. Did yeah. you get to so. plop, plop, fizz, fizz, or what it really fizz? Oh, it was in there somewhere. I yeah. find the McDonald's commercials of old are the ones that really get me feeling yes. good. Mm. And every now and then, just something happens. It's like, oh, I forgot that exists. Mm-hmm. Like the Vaseline intensive care jingle, for God's sake, mm. made me smile. Like, How's that go? It's Vaseline intensive care. Let the healing begin. Nope. Probably before your age. Yeah, I don't remember that one. I don't yeah. remember it, and I'm old. Wow. It's true. It Andy was- remembers the. Uh, 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 uh. Last time me cut in dinosaur, me find gland with secreted oils. What? Me use for face. What like me woman love thumb? to rub on skin. Save, save organ with secreted oils. Don't be like Ugg and use flint knife. Use new technology. Copper. <laughs> Copper knife. Way smoother. Wrong. Obsidian knife. Way Clean, close more shave. Smooth. Copper. What other geeky things you do this week or had time to do? Right. I, I don't know if you would call it geeky, but I think it was pretty cool. I went to see the uh, Mob Museum today. Here oh, oh, go good. for geeky on that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mob Museum is a great attraction here in Las Vegas. Yeah. And surprise of all surprises, it turned out to be free today because it's... Uh, Kefauver Day. Oh, right. It is. is, uh, It was crowded, too, I bet. uh, It was a little crowded, (laughs) but not so much that I couldn't get through and see the different exhibits. What what makes a Kefauver Day? So, uh, on November 15th, 1950, they had the Kefauver hearings uh, across the United States, but November 15th here in Nevada... At the uh, Las Vegas courthouse, you know the like offer hearing. Senator is named after. Ses- hey, you hey. fuck! You keep offer. I'll I can, kick your I, ass. I'm getting to I what they're at. I keep offer all day, boss. I don't even look at it. <laughs> Senator S.T. is Kefauver. I keep off Hey, T, look at this asshole. Hey, no, don't give, don't throw me in like that. Was he also uh, a, in the running as a vice president? I, I think he so, eventually yes. did. Yeah, but uh, uh, so I yeah, that was offer. really kind of. The it's like the the United States people across the United States kind of knew that the mob existed, but that was like the first real oh my god, these are criminals and these are some crazy things that they do. Hate the Italians, yeah. So yeah, it was it was kind of what they say America's waking up to what the mob really was, as opposed to the romantic notion of what the the mob was. It's pretty cool the that. museum is here, and that there actually is a reason to have the museum. Yeah, 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 and they they but, have, but it's a it's a full his, not just mob in Vegas. Right. It's a full history of the mob museum. Yeah, and the actual not, yeah. title is much longer. The actual name of the museum is the also the history of the mob too. and law enforcement something 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 yeah. something organized crime. Yeah, the dark side, <laughs> the dark side. Because they do they do uh, talk about the the various techniques that law enforcement used to bring down the mob here in Vegas. The wiener so. snag. No, oh, that was that was a big one. <laughs> and. Uh, Whoa. There's boys, like the Aladdin I'm, wouldn't have been the Aladdin without the wiener snag. Boss, I'm mm, sorry, no. but Legs got his wiener snagged. I'm afraid he's gonna squeal like a pigeon. Why did you let Why did you let Legs get his wiener snagged? Boss, I didn't let him do nothing. It just happened. We were walking down the street, minding our own. Here comes Johnny Law with his wiener snagger. Joink! Legs was none the wiser. Next thing you know, he's in a paddy wagon. 
screaming at me. Where am I wiener? These are the times we need the video on the show because your face, you're a chameleon. <laughs> I ain't no one to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, boss. I would have, you know. Is he a car? I didn't want to get my wiener snagged. <laughs> shame on you. Shame on you for letting legs take the wiener snag. For you're right. You're I told right. you to keep off her. That's the only way you got away. You're I right. I ain't been on all week. I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> What's your favorite part of the museum? Uh, well, one of the things that I did find fascinating, like, um, if anybody's seen the movie Casino, and I'm sure most of our listeners have, uh, there's a lot of scenes in Casino that are taken from real life, like mob hits and, and you know, things that happened in, in and around Las Vegas with the mob that they, they rolled into that storyline. So, um... I, I was aware of the origin of many of them, but I kind of got to fill in the blanks on, oh, that what's that that's what that's from. Like the, the hole dug in the cornfield where the, the bodies were dumped, uh, probably buried alive, and then, uh, you know, uh, the, just just lots of little things from the movie. That's yeah, just one that, that, that pops into my head. But, I locked uh, the... Spoiler uh, right. alert, man. Right. Oh, I buried locked alive the, is way up there on yeah. my list of things yeah. to never do. I like the yeah. Bloody Sunday wall. <laughs> It's up. It's up yeah, there, standing on cool. cleavers, yeah, putting things cool. in my eyes. It's right around. I mean, I think. Yeah, I mean, Saint Valentine's Day massacre wall. Yeah, <laughs> actual wall. Yeah, shit. that that yeah. was what what Matt's talking about. The actual Saint Valentine's Day massacre. That uh, somebody had bought the wall and yeah, it was in Vancouver and brick yeah. by brick, taking it apart, and then it was yes, uh, bought yeah. by eventually bought by a collector in Canada and moved up there and recreated. Well, the Mob Museum was able to acquire that from this collector in Canada and then disassemble it and then reassemble it brick by brick in the proper order using this numbering system that they had done. Mm-hmm. And so that is a display in the Mob Museum. Is You see all the you know, bullet holes, wall. the dried yeah. blood, everything. Yeah. So, but but, yeah. uh, Plus you can of, sit in an electric chair and have your picture taken. Right. It's fun. Well, <laughs> the courtroom where the where the hearings were held, they actually it's, it's the actual that. court. That's the actual courtroom. Yeah. And... A lot of the furniture, including like the some that the, you know, the audience sits on when they go through the little video presentation, is the actual courtroom benches that spectators would have sat in and watched. That's these a hearings. nice, yeah. fun, dramatic so, moment yeah. in that museum. That's yeah. There's a lot that leads up to that moment. They peeled off all the covering and wall over the walls and stuff, and found the actual original walls from that. The walls are Seriously. actually the walls. From the walls the, in there are the walls. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. They peeled off all the weird coverings and found the real paint. Is this a great country or what? <laughs> yeah. These are the wheel walls. Yeah. These weren't the wheel walls. Now they are the wheel walls. The walls that were here were not wheel. But now these are wheel walls. Why Why choose this voice? I yeah. don't know. These were the walls that weren't the wheel walls. Now we, no, we want wheel uh, walls. It's the Chinese wall builder. That's the voice. Uh, my wheel wall. This is my shitty wall. Dreaded, dreaded Chinese wall. mob uh, wall builders. <laughs> That's right. We build a wall and we build wheel wall. No, it's Wong. Wong. <laughs> and the museum is dark. Don't take your little kids there. Yeah, there's yeah, one area. Lost. There's one area so that black, specifically dark. says it's like the following area contains very explicit content. Uh, it gets and there's like a side exit door that you know you can take out if you don't want to see 
Because they actually have like pictures of people in the next that, room. There's a guy just been, jacking it. Be careful. That had been killed. And... Yeah, it has Will, nothing Will, to do with yeah. the mob. Yeah. Just, no, no, that was just a guy jacking it. That's in the, the Willie the Snake exhibit. Yeah. Heads, up. Heads up! I'm he's fucking really nuts. I'm never getting out of here. He's he's just staring at a picture of of uh, Al Capone. Of Al Capone just <laughs> uh, uh, stroking it feverishly. Bringing us up. Uh, uh, bringing us up. Uh, yeah. Oh, I tell you, shit is crossing over like crazy. I I had I got a request. I had to do a. A Ludmilla love song. Oh, oh my god! Today oh. it's disgusting. Uh, oh, I bet it's it is. so gross. <laughs> it turned out super gross. Uh, and uh, and the boys were like, uh, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "That's what you're missing if you're not listening to Geek Shock." <laughs> <laughs> and Matt's like, "Oh well, I'm gonna download today." <laughs> thousands of ice cream social not- listeners are like, ah, uh-huh. ah. "I'm gonna avoid it one more week." They're like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anything I'll, else, gentlemen? What else you do? Nothing. Okay. Yeah, same. Nothing. Same. Yeah. Same. Nothing. Well, nothing truly geeky. I I worked and there were there were no games. I mean, you know, uh, yeah, no, nothing. Honey. Have I you worked. Uh, played any XCOM yet? Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't. No. I haven't played anything actually. Yeah. I haven't had a chance. What are you waiting for? I was busy for? too. I downloaded a bunch of shit with that sale. What were you busy doing? <laughs> this little event called uh, being a dancing monkey. I did. You know what? Skyrim has been very cathartic in this week. Yeah, because that's a, such a beautifully immersive game. You could just get lost for a few hours. I downloaded the uh, says the guy that didn't have time away. to go see. Yeah, yeah exactly. Tank. Thank you. Well, yes, I played yeah, it for it, it wasn't for lack of time. It was for lack of time. No, management. no, it was for. Difference. It's also lack of time too, because yeah. that means getting out, getting dressed. I didn't even shower. Today. Right, and and it's going to the thing, taking the time there. Yep, it's more than the movie. It always is. I feel you. Dude. You come back, and that's a good three hours plus. At least three. Hours. I did max two hours on this mm, thing, right. and that was me staying in my undies. Bots. I feel you completely. It's Vegas. Know. You can go to see Doctor Stranger in undies. You could. But take point. a look at Matt. He's like one layer of clothing away from mm. his undies. That's true. <laughs> That's Vegas casual, baby. Yeah. That is Vegas casual. Yep. It's either your pajamas or you're going to La Cirque. That's a uh-huh. date at Walmart. That's what that is. Party. Bring hey. your own booze. No, no, no. Vegas casual. Kmart. Oh. Mm. Wow. The discount Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a blue light special on my right over here. <laughs> Is still around, Kmart? I'm a yeah, Tarjay, last, huh? there's one... Dude, last time I went, it was scary. Yeah. yeah I, I feel like last, nobody works there. I can think of three. It's like, the like, what the... This is what the one on like? like Sahara across from the DMV still? Yep. Yes, there is. Yeah. There's one up there. There's the one I know of. That one sounds fun. Sorry, I was about to map out the Kmart and the Kmart's and down. I, Don't I do that. myself. Don't do yeah, that. As you're I going up myself. to this checkout, there's a cashier, lone cashier with a fearful smile on her face. Uh-huh. Hi, welcome to Kmart. Please don't kill me. (laughs) Did you find anything? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know when I can leave. Anything else, gentlemen? Kmart, the Kmart hostage cashier. <laughs> yeah, the bottom of the receipt reads, "Thank you for coming to Kmart." Help! Help <laughs> Tell someone I'm here. 
Uh, book club. Uh, people have oh, started. No! Oh, no! God damn it, Andy. <laughs> now, that was some good fast reflections. That was. I'm proud of that move. Yeah, you almost knocked over his 30th piece of nugget there. <laughs> for those, no, for those of you listening at home, Torgo made a dramatic gesture and knocked I, uh, a food bag off the table and caught it. Paul's I food fries. bag. I skipped the fries and replaced of them with nuggets. Of pa- course it's Paul's food bag. That's... Feedback. Feed, feedback. That's feedback. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm feedback. sorry, Andy. I forgot. You don't bother with a bag. No. <laughs> you just got your feed pants. Put my Tim Tim in my mouth and eat it. Feed your pants. Tim Tam pants. Andy does have feed pants. <laughs> Look at the spots. Oh, my God. Chocolate yeah. spots on his fucking feed pants. I'll suck it up later. <laughs> I know you will. I know you will. <laughs> oh, Memories of Tim Tams. <laughs> Aren't easy to get. Those are those are some very important fans. <laughs> Andy, Andy strolling into the bar. Uh, any ladies want to suck on my pants? <laughs> they're Tim Tams. They're, they're, <laughs> they're Tim Tams. Delicious. Ladies, it's Tim Tams off Tim Tams. Tim Tams. <laughs> Uh, I don't hey, mean to be forward, but uh, hey, I got a lap full of Tim Tam. Come on here. up and have a Tim <laughs> Tam good sucking. time. <laughs> Kirsten, you remember the space pants skit that you and I were talking about with uh, Peter Dinklage from <laughs> space on SNL? Pants. Yeah. Oh Where yeah, he, like, totally I saw committed that. to it. Well, that's Andy's contribution. Andy to totally commits feed to pants. food on his clothes. <laughs> feed pants. Feed pants. pants. Uh, people I started talking about the last day, the book for the uh, Geek Shock Book Club. Oh yeah. Uh, I've about halfway through at this point. That's it's a long. It's interesting, but it's just finding that time. Mm-hmm. I could be playing Skyrim. Um, <laughs> this week, the Geek Shock Have movie of the week is apparently going to be a surprise. What? Uh, so check the Reddit page for updates. Time will be Thursday, eight p.m. Eastern USA, and uh, eleven p.m. People's Republic of Vegas time. That was uh, sent from the glorious Geek Shock movie people's approval committee, and. Have you found, Todd, that since the election, every decision has become even more important because you know it could be your last? (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Or or finding something distracting enough Uh because the reading is not distracting Mm -hmm. enough. So that's why Skyrim became important. You know, know, I've I've been months and months and months staying away from NPR, and I... I just started listening again a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can't, you can't. Yep. You can't even. It's it's the worst. Okay, so it's in the, the real world, literally working the strip, I've heard a lot more racist comments. People and their their racism flag fly. Um, this isn't. This is interesting. This yeah. is this is anecdotal evidence from Andy being yeah. on the strip. You just kind of hear it yep. more in the air. Yep. But then on top of that, today I was with Frankie buying soil at the at the uh, Walmart. And uh, the guy goes, you need help? You know, do you need a cart for that? And I'm like, I pointed to Frankie. No, I got my slave labor. And then started walking out with Frankie. And I'm like, that was a big black man. I just said that too. Colored blind Andy does Andy's not see color <laughs> until it's too late. Right. Yep. Yep. He's like that fucking white cracker. We're in Trump's America now. Yep. Well, I mean, and I'm sure I'm sure he's <laughs> oh telling that God. story. I'm sure he's telling that story, and I can't go back and. Like, oh man! <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, uh, I had two Australians. I'm sure he meant well. So I mean, I'm sure you meant well. Well, I just no, didn't mean did. anything. I no, just, yeah, I just, <laughs> yeah. Andy, why do you have an iPhone screen protector on your 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 Android phone? It's because, Andy because they didn't have any Android screen protectors. <laughs> And my and second question sale. is, 
Why do you need a screen protector? Oh, uh, the one I told you. What? What? Really? Have you seen of me? all people. <laughs> Dude, you're lucky he doesn't have his little slave labor holding his phone for him. <laughs> he needs a bathrobe-sized bib to get through the day. The man has feed pants, for God's sake. <laughs> Uh, two, two, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, wait, what's Matt, going, two going, going back to the whole bigotry and all that and okay. slave yeah. labor, I had two Australians come up to me today, fearful, because they were in Portland during the riots. Oh, and they dear. just arrived into uh, Las Vegas, right. and that was their first experience of America. I was like, oh, great. Oh, good. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, we're going uh, to the land of the free and the home of the brave. Yeah, changing minds, everybody. There was there actually uh, somebody... I don't know which uh, page it was or what thread it was on Facebook. He was from Australia. He was like, "Guys, seriously, they're new. They're doing news reports talking about is it safe to go to America right now?" Yeah. yeah. Well, well, if you're white, yeah. Here, well, no, <laughs> this was no. in Australia. The way it should be. No, no. Here's the thing. Uh, you know, these are very isolationist policies that are going to be put into place, and that's unfortunately what they want. They want us to be an island again. That's yeah. it's 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 stupid, but there and there it is. Listen, it's not just here. It's sweeping the globe. It is. Right. It is. Yeah. It's 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 become a it's a very weird South America elected Sao Paulo, the gunman guy yeah, down it's there. It's a weird mob boss. Yeah, it's a very strange time. Yeah. It's all strong men. It's, it's indicative back. of no. the common human problem of fearing something you don't understand, but not willing to put in the effort to learn and Close that knowledge gap so that you no longer fear that. We just want to stay yeah. fearful of something. I'm sticking you know, Nazis on the rise in Germany because yeah. of all the um, all right. immigrants. I'm which is why I'm sticking right. a pin in this yes. conversation. Yeah. Yes, no, we, we, <laughs> this is not the the, the, the format. And, and yeah. indeed, this is indeed, not the time or the place. This no, is why I'm posting. We, we all have of, stuff to get off our chest, but this is not that. Right, and and our job is to be one of those distractions. Right. So sorry. It's all right. It's going to happen now and then, but I'll try to stay Yes. No, 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 no. That's good. That's good. So let's do a little mail. Mm. In fact, I let, okay. Well, still working. Yeah. How about some female? <laughs> this uh, this mail's from Justin. I'll be right. later. Angle. And I, I want to ask, to, I sent him permission. I haven't checked if I got a response yet. If so, this is the music you heard on the opening of the show, and I'm going to stick it on the end of the show as well. Hey, couch dwellers, first, please enjoy the attached bit of inspiration. The Boom, You're a Werewolf song just wouldn't leave my head. <laughs> so I wrote the song. <laughs> oh, my. Anyway, it is what it is. Enjoy it. Second thing, and the main reason I wanted to write you guys, is the question Croak the DJ asked about gaming music. Back in 1993, I was basically playing Legend of Zelda Link to the Past like it was my job. As great as the music in that game is, after beating it the 15th time, I needed a change of audio scenery, so I fired up Alice in Chains' Dirt as my Zelda soundtrack. Mm. To this day, I cannot separate hearing that album from the experience of beating Link to the Past once every three days. <laughs> Viva la obsesión! Also, about two years ago, I had a phase where I had, I had to listen to Weird Al while playing Skyrim. No idea what the hell that was about. I say all of that to ask what I believe to be the flip side of Croak's question. What are your absolute must-listen video game soundtracks? I mean a soundtrack so sacred to you that you would never swap it out for the alternate music. 
For me, I lean towards Shadow of the Colossus. It has some of the most beautiful passages, and the music kept me lost in that world while I play. And I also have to say the same about the Uncharted series. I never felt compelled to play other tunes while following Nathan Drake on his exploits. What about you, Lords of Geekery? Anyway, that's all I've got this time. Keep your geek hands strong, gentlemen. Boom! You're a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, a.k.a. Froyog Softser. I had a lot of people come up and say that to me at the uh, the uh, yeah. Scoop Fest as well. Boom, you're a werewolf. I actually put in uh, Werewolves nice. of London as a karaoke request, but we never got to it. Hilarious. Oh. Uh, we were saved. <laughs> to, answer, to answer his question, though, yeah. Alien Ant Farmer Smooth Criminal, Mech Warrior. That's what I was, for some reason... Oh, oh I was playing mech the opposite of that question. So that's that's what you yeah. have attached. Yeah. So uh, so what is the game that Halo you would, for me? You would refuse. Yeah, I was just gonna say okay. Halo has yeah such even through all the iterations such yeah. gorgeous. I wouldn't listen to anything but the Halo music, man. The Mjolnir mix. Yep. It's good shit. I always for some reason I'm just such a video game purist that I I can't unless it's some mindless MMO or some mindless third person shooter online that. I don't. It's very rare. I cannot. I'm the same way. Put something else on there except for the music intended for the game. Um, Crazy Taxi. I still have my original Dreamcast version, and they've replaced <laughs> the music, and it's right. a different game. Without that Offspring soundtrack, it's a little bit different. It's it's you just that feel that different. Pretty awesome that that, that Offspring. Yeah, in there. it was so dumb but fun. But and, and, and the feeling is a little bit different. They they got close with the music that they do in the new versions, but it's not quite the same. They let the licensing sure. slip on that. Well, um, you know, I, I actually experienced this a little bit with uh, the mod system of Skyrim, and realizing that I that's one thing I didn't want to mod because there are already great weird mods coming out for the consoles now. One of the weird ones that I quite enjoy, uh, music related, is that whenever you get into a battle. Especially with the dragon, that the music in Skyrim gets great, intense. That's something I would never change. Don't yes. want to change it, but I was awfully tempted that every time a battle starts, the option was to have Kenny Logwin's "Highway to the Danger Zone" start as the background uh. battle music. That's very tempting, as as well as do it once. whenever do it you once. die. Uh, Simon and Garfunkel's The Sound of Silence plays. Oh, <laughs> That's pretty great, and that that right there is a joyful noise. I love it. Um, I don't know if you remember, uh, Kirsten, back when we had our GoldenEye nights. Mm. We played that for probably four Golden months. Eye. Pretty solid. <laughs> I remember those. All the time. And we were playing GoldenEye, and um, uh, I got this soundtrack called Bond Beats and Bass. And it was all these remixes, these EDM remixes of James Bond themes. That's pretty good for that. It was great. And uh, so I would play that CD and turn the music off on the game. And we'd have so it was still Bond music, but it was remixed, hyped out techno shit. That makes some real sense. You did that with us, didn't you? Yeah. God damn, I haven't thought of that in forever. But yeah, mm-hmm. I remember you like you didn't even like announce it or anything the first time. You just put it on. It was just like, what the hell? This is what is this? this <laughs> oh, it's is great. Do you still it have was, it? It is great, but. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, I have, I have all my CDs. Dude. I have so many CDs. <laughs> CDs nuts. God damn it. Now, I'm I will to put them all on my computer and it's taking me forever. As a youth playing the Commodore 64, that you know, that's not the greatest music on no. the planet if you had music at all. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you'd have to make your own soundtracks for that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But I specifically remember listening to over and over and over again the 
audiobooks for Banicula and the Celery Stalks at Midnight. Really? So, okay. Those while were you were always, playing games. While I was playing games. Those were always be connected. That would distract the shit out of me. Banicula. I remember that shit. Miss Witch to the rescue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, Star Fox. I got to keep the Star Fox music. And I'd say, for me, uh, Ocarina of Time. Uh-huh. I can't not. That that music is just too. You never, you never put anything uh, like alternate on when we played Smash Brothers. You always kept that one. Yeah, because that's all would that. often crank the the sound up on that. Yes, one. I would be selective about which tracks we were playing. I would because you go in there and select certain ones we play. But those classic Nintendo tunes, I love those. Love those classic Nintendo tunes. I can't wait for the fucking Switch, guys. I'm so excited. I'm I'm day one. I'm on. Oh, yeah, I'm on board, man. I'm on board. I'm, I'm still waiting to learn more. I can't wait for the switch. I, I guess I guess I'm <laughs> waiting for their E3 presentation. Okay. I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised. I think they got it figured out. Okay. Because that's well, sort of the Nintendo vi- flow. It's a little bit like Star Trek movies. Ah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? you're right. Like GameCube. I mean, since Wii GameCube, it went, Super, it, went Ninten- yeah. it went NES, huge. Right. SNES, equally huge. Right. But then we had... GameCube, or no, we, we had, had 64, which was down a little, but pretty good. Then you the had Virtual Boy, the Virtual Boy Crash. Forget it. <laughs> GameCube also GameCube yeah. down, but then we forget about it. Right, and we you didn't even death, mention the. And now here we go. The Game Boy in there. Well, the Game Boy the, the was still Game Boy sold like regular crazy. Game Boy did great. They'd still, I mean, for all their foibles, they're still a dominant force. And I hope, uh, I hope the Switch just kicks ass. It looks. Fucking sweet. <laughs> I can't wait. That's the name of it, the Switch? Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right, gentlemen. Kind of Nintendo boner. Believe it or not, oh, there's no. news that happened this <laughs> what? week. What? Okay. Besides Ooh. the obvious. Besides oh, the boy. obvious, right? So, news you don't give a shit about. Oh. All of it. You know, it's this one's not so painful, but it's still like, okay, you're doing this. Okay. All right, if you insist. Paramount has acquired the rights to Green Hornet after they lapsed following Sony's 2011 film, and now they've hired Gavin O'Connor, who is behind The Accountant and Warrior, to direct, quote, a film that will overhaul the image of Britt Reed into an edgy protagonist capable of being the catalyst for a new franchise, unquote. Good luck with that. Right? Sean O'Keefe will write the screenplay. O'Connor states... I'm beyond excited to bring the Green Hornet into the 21st century in a meaningful and relevant way, modernizing it and making it accessible to a whole new generation. My intention is to bring a gravitas to the Green Hornet that wipes away the camp and the kitsch of the previous iteration. I want to re-mythologize the Green Hornet into a contemporary context with emphasis on story and character while at the same time incorporating themes that speak to my heart. Oh, boy. The comic book... The comic book movie is the genre of our time. How do we look at it differently? How do we create a distinctive film experience that tells itself differently than other comic book movies? How do we land comfortably on the divide between art and industry? How do we go deeper, prompt more emotion? How do we put a beating heart into the character that was never done before? <laughs> well, These are my concerns. The that nobody cares about. <laughs> That's exactly As long it. as you get a pudgy drug comedian to you know, take the title role, which should be fine. Oh, boy. It's not good. Not what he's talking. It sounds like he's going to make the shadow, but in modern time shadow, hmm. which actually Kyle Baker did a pretty goddamn good job of. 
No, yeah, the yeah. shadow is fine, but it didn't do well. Yeah, and no, no, I the, remember... the comic. Oh, okay. oh, okay. The Kyle Baker comic. I'm talking about. I, I, I yeah. thought you were talking. We're about We're talking about movie, movies. Andy's talking about comics. Yeah. Because I really liked the movie. I ended up seeing that in the theater and yeah. was surprised at how poorly it did at the box office. So. I, I'm not because The Shadow always, to me, growing up, was a product of another generation that never mm-hmm. spoke to me. And The the Green Hornet's kind of the same way. Right. I kind of, even though they're not in the same you know decades for the most part, they are, you know, to me and my brain, looped together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's funny because there are elements of it. Britt Reed is a newspaper man, mm-hmm. newspaper journalist. And the Green Hornet's whole thing is he plays a criminal to to go after the criminals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So Kirsten has given Andy a look. And uh, yeah, I feel like Martin Luther King doing a speech and Andy's the guy behind me going, mm-hmm, <laughs> oh yeah, mm-hmm. He's your hype mm-hmm. man. Yeah, he's your hype guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think we established this on the Ed McMahon of the show. (laughs) Well, mm. oh yes, sir. Mm. Uh, But Mm -hmm. yeah, it uh, if you go along the line, sure. With oh Jesus, (laughs) (laughs) with online journalism and uh, um. You're not getting distracted at all, are you? You think that there is a chance for I modern think, allegories to I think be there is. relevant? I think it can be. It can if be. they figure I, I out that's the angle. If it's I, done well? Is no, that what I mean, you're yeah. going to say? No, he's absolutely, no the, exactly the kinds of things that are hitting right now in the yes. news about how the news is disseminated, how fake news is disseminated, how the, the, the trial news as we know it is hanging by a thread. Yeah, it's really broken right now. Yeah. Yeah. So... Andy very silently snorted there. <laughs> who cares about all that? I want to know who got to the rights to the Brown Hornet. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Kevin Smith. I think probably the Green Hornet maybe the first time there was a. I don't know what you call it, like a like a crossover. Not really, because they established in the radio show that the Green Hornet was the great grandson or the great grand nephew of the Lone Ranger. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I never knew that. I yeah. didn't know that either. Yeah. I rem- I vaguely there's remember. So, there's that. some generational uh, connection. What's his car called? The Black, Black Beauty. Beauty. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The like horse of, thing. Did three of us say that in Oh, yes. that the car was the, <laughs> the car uh, was second generation horse. from the horse. Right? Right. And so silver so descended from silver. Descended yeah. from silver and became Black Beauty. Black Kato for a horse. was descended from... Tonto. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the same name also, except with a K. Also, Kato... Kato, did, Tonto. Kato did a race change in, mid, uh, in mid-season. Yes. Yeah. And then Black Beauty could tra- change from a car to a horse at will. <laughs> That's the book series. Mm. That's funny. My uh, I never knew about the, the radio show. Uh, and my, my first... And really, only exposure to the Green Hornet was when they did the crossover on the, the Batman, the 66 mm-hmm. television series. Yeah. And then it wasn't until I was much older that I realized that there was actually a, a Green Hornet TV show that was running at the same time as mm-hmm. Batman. Although it didn't run as long, right? I think it just ran a season. Yeah, I th- yeah I was going to say not like even. one se- oh, Not even a full season? Oh, not okay. Even. Hmm. Yeah, it's. Well, that's all the punishment is. It wasn't that deep of a punishment. Weekend Geek! Yay! Punishing enough. 
Marvel has just announced they are working on a new Inhumans TV series. Of course they are. Yeah, I saw that. And that a version of the first two episodes of the series will be released in IMAX theaters worldwide for two weeks, which is a titled King of Farts, Poop, 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 which is a which is a first for a TV series. Inhumans, King of Farts, Poop, 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 Eat All the Butts, coming to a theater near you, starring Black Bolt as King of Farts, (laughs) Eat All the Butts, Poop, Poop, Poop. Do you hate it yet? You will. We're going to make you hate everything. It's actually called Screw You Mutants. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Maybe early it's going to be good. The fucking thing is, they haven't fucked up yet, have they? Not really. Marvel? Not, not truly, really. No. Not, not for the last eight years or so. No. no. I mean, there's been stuff that's underperformed. Peggy I'd say Ang Lee's so Hulk is the last it, big misstep. Sh- sure, I'll give you that. What was? Ang Lee. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Ang Lee's Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want to light me? Oh, I'm bringing this up. <laughs> Angley's Hulk, I think, was well, the last. I, I yeah, thought you were doing an accent. That's why you said Angley. I didn't care. I thought you were saying angry in an accent. <laughs> well, that was before. Uh, <laughs> I'm a so angry, angry Hulk. I'm a so angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. I didn't like you when I was angry. <laughs> I was shit. It was a shit film. Oh shit! I was wrong. Uh, Green Hornet was... went a full twenty six. Okay, wow. but that was still one season, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, but uh, no, that was before the establishment of Marvel Studios, though. So, the the Ang Lee Hulk. So so yes, your statement as you know as yeah. Marvel Studios, they're pretty much on. Yeah, on point. they're yeah. on point. Marvel Studios so is due like for a, sh- a piece of shit. Who the huh? fuck? No, knows? no, they're not. I mean, they so just, the IMAX I don't want release. Want it to fuck up? The I- IMAX release is going to happen September seventeenth, premiering a week, <sighs> premiering as a weekly series on ABC. That was like two months ago, September twenty seventeen. This is some old news. This September, September 2017. 2017. Oh, okay. It's okay. <laughs> I was guys, like upset because I missed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you were upset because you missed it. Says the time traveler. <laughs> now we figured yeah. it the fuck out. That's why he's so calm. This motherfucker knows all about <laughs> the... He knows so about calm. the Berenstain Bears. <laughs> oh. He knows all this shit. It's Berenstain. Right? <laughs> the series will also feature additional content that can only be seen on the network. The eight-episode series will not be a spin-off of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. As per the official press release, quote, Marvel's The Inhumans will explore the never-before-told epic adventure of Black Bolt and the royal family. Black Bolt, Medusa, Crystal, Gorgon, Karnak, Triton, and Lockjaw will finally come alive in their their live-action glory for the first time ever. Black Bolt! Poop, poop, poop. <laughs> King of farts. Eat all the diarrhea. Yeah, big old bowl of shit. Blah. Ah, Medusa. Fart, fart, black bolt. Created in 1965. There's a dog with a, a fork in his head. <laughs> by Stanley and Jack Kirby from Marvel Comics, the Inhumans featured a race of, quote, superhumans with diverse and singularly unique powers, unquote. Oh, oh. Real mm-hmm. quick while oh, I'm thinking of it. That's okay. So uh, yesterday, <laughs> I was over, yesterday I was over at Zia. Right. Uh, yes. Talking to Mike Weatherford. Talking to Mike Weatherford. Doing yeah. a little. Doing a little. Mike shopping. Weatherford. Yeah. You never guess what I fucking found. What'd you find? I fucking found Krang's android body, mint on card. What? Yes. The fucking turtles figure, Krang's android body, mint on card for thirty four bucks. I lost my fucking mind. You bought it, right? Fuck yeah, <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> Fuck yes. Was this the West Side Zia? Is the uh yep oh, okay I was yeah. gonna say because I was just in there and it wasn't there because he had, bought it they had no. well they, they yeah. had they had a bunch they had a bunch of turtles they had shredder they had a bunch but that one I, I bought like, five figures huh 
Babylon 5 figures? They didn't have any Babylon one, 5 one, figures one, that I saw. Damn. Maybe a few. Maybe a few. I wasn't really looking. You got to tell me if you're looking for shit. Because I'm always looking at shit, dude. But, you know. Uh, but holy crap. I mean, it's really one of the things I've been looking for for like two years. I really want Here the I giant I thought it was going to go since the 90s, but uh, two I, years. I'll I give re- you two well, years. <laughs> two years. Two years hard i've been looking okay. for it like shit, pricing it online and being like never right prohibitive insane price uh but like there's a giant one that's like almost two feet tall that costs a couple grand if you can find it in decent condition wow. but it's not but this thing are you just not willing to go with the uh the, the one that popped up on youtube that was the uh the knockoff but actually looked better than there's a the, new one the, that they built the licensed one. There's a new one that's been that's that's come out a new licensed one that's based on the old cartoon look that's beautiful. But this is this is perfect. This is all I needed. So I've got my Krang, my Krang Android body. I'm set. Yeah, talk about cranking up the price. That's a new little hand Nintendo little. Oh fuck! And they're gone. Classic. Yeah. And classic. Forget about it. All right, uh, Elizabeth. Got one, but she had to go through Amazon UK. She's smart. had any pictures and everything. She's like, smart, and it's a USB thing, so yeah. you know it's it works. Going to work. Mm-hmm. So, so there, there's a there's a hint. I wonder if there's different games on there. They Nintendo did say they're going to release a second wave before Christmas. So if you didn't get one, you know, <laughs> do you have another chance. I hope so, man. I don't understand. That's one of those things where I'm just kind of like Nintendo. What's up? You are you have a license to print money, and you just. But at the same time, there is that strong theory. That they do this. They do this to, to create the manufactured yeah. demand. Yeah. They've been doing it with their Amiibos like crazy. Yeah, they, they learned the lesson on Amiibos. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I can get my Amiibos now. You can now. Part. Yeah. You, you'll, Even the new ones. You'll be able to get this thing within a year easily. Right. But, but it's it just takes this new thing. Yeah. I got to say, I love those fucking Amiibos. I picked up Boo. I wasn't even going to get Boo, and I went ahead and got him. He glows in the dark. I, I was like, like, fuck. I kind of like Boo. Wait. Boo Did you get from... that new Boo? I haven't gotten the the, the, the boo amiibo glows in the dark. You need it. I'm I'm I've, you kind of sold me with that. Order one. it's you can find it on on Amazon. Let which, me see if I can which still boo have it boo from Monsters Incorporated. No, no, Mario. no uh, Mario boo. Oh, the little ghost. Okay, that if you look at it, it turns away and goes. Hey, you hey, went hey, to Monsters Incorporated. Hey, hey. I, I'm impressed. I, I thought he was going to go with uh, Kill a Mockingbird. Yes, <laughs> not Boo Radley. That, that's, yes. that's, that's if the there's a Boo Radley amiibo, would be weird. That is a very slow moving video game. Yes, it's it's an adventure. There's no mockingbirds at all. Well, that makes it hard to kill. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, next piece of news: Dungeons and Dragons. What? Has- there it is. It's still there. It's Amazon's got it super cheap. See, that's a, grab one. Buy it now, folks. Yeah. yeah. D- yes. <laughs> Buy now or regret forever. Too late. We bought them already while you guys were waiting. Dungeons and Dragons has made it into the National Toy Hall of Fame, housed at the Strong National Museum of Play in Rochester, New York. The iconic fantasy role-playing game, once so controversial as banned by schools, parents, and even prisons, made the grade Thursday, along with Fisher Price's classic Little People figures Ooh. and non-brand name Entrant, the simple backyard swing. <laughs> that. The they always do that. From that. They, they do always that? do. They, uh, they, they always like have a, some piece of old just a toy thing that, that, that people play with. People use their imagination to. Oh, you, you wait till this ends. Wait Operation. This ends. Welcome Rubik's to the Toy Hall of Fame. We have our latest dead treads this year. Of course, the Whammo Frisbee. Originally, just a pie pan. People decided to continue to play with it, and they plasticed it up. It was pretty great. Uh, a perennial favorite, but a long-time band, the Lawn Dart. 
Uh, no one can get those anymore, not legally anyway. You can still come buy them pretty easily in uh, Taiwan, but uh, don't uh, don't tell them I sent you. And uh, <laughs> of course, finally, the uh, classic stick, the stick. Many an hour has been spent imagining this to be a sword or a, a spear. spear or a stick. <laughs> Where's the hoop that goes with it? Oh, we got to save something for next year. For God's uh, sakes. You know, for kids. Actually, actually, hoop and I, stick. I, actually, I think the hoop was already. Uh, yeah, it, I think you're right. The hoop and, the hoop and stick is in. The hula hoop is in. You know, going back to D&D, quote, more than any other game, Dungeons & Dragons paved the way for older children and adults to experience imaginative play, the museum says in a press release. It was groundbreaking. It opened the door for other kinds of table games that borrow many of its unique mechanics. Unquote. I can't believe that was banned in prison. Yep. Yeah. What are you in here for? 20 people I killed. You want to play Dungeons & Dragons? <gasps> no. No. Well, uh, their fear was that people would use it for planning escapes. Oh, my. Collusions. Okay, we're going we're gonna to make a portal to get out of this prison. All right. I wasn't allowed to play it when I was a kid because my Were you mom... in prison? No, my mom... Okay. Don't bring that Jesus. up on the air, Matt. Jesus. <laughs> 80s records what, 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 what class are you going to play? A collusionist. I'm a geek shock in jail. <laughs> <laughs> On a related note. Let, uh, let, me, let me finish this one real quick. Oh, yes. All right. More than 780 different toys were nominated for induction this year. It takes its place among 61 other hall inductees, including everything from branded products such as Atari 2600 to is this really a toy item such as the stick. What? Are you <laughs> You read that. You read that. Yes, you did. You did no, I did. <laughs> wow. I probably read it a couple years ago, but I didn't read it this time. It's the fucking stick. stick. <laughs> That's I guess next to the stick. Okay, what, what you got? Note, uh, I hope you get a chance to listen to uh, Ice Cream Social that we did today. Um, a listener wrote in about uh, hearing us discuss the death of Jack Chick, and uh, he was... <laughs> just awash with relief because he recounted the story of he had panic attacks as a kid and he'd read some of those fucking chick tracks and he thought he was being possessed oh, wow! because he was having a panic attack. So he would lay in his bed with his Bible, like, Oh wow. Just hanging on for dear life because Sheesh. chick tracks had scared him so bad. Mm, and uh, it things. took him years and years and years to figure out what the fuck was actually going on with him. It's just yeah, and so it's good that he's gone, and hopefully those things will start to fade into history a yeah. little more. Or I mean, imagine the kids or, that have like, or probably true get night, reissued night actually yeah. if things keep going this way, huh? Like the true night terrors, or where your your body's talking about the exact same thing. Yeah. Yes, I, I've had that happen. I had that happen yeah. in that old apartment that ended up being set on fire by the people who lived upstairs. And I swear it was the scariest thing. You just lay there and you can feel and see a dark figure yeah. in the corner of your eye. And you feel like somebody's holding you down. It's fucking terrifying. The, 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 the old hag. Yes. Bending over you, which is what I used to get. Yeah. And it was, it, it was actually, it was really weird. When I began to find out that that was actually common. Right. Fuck you both. Just, I was planning on sleeping what? tonight at some point. <laughs> no. Nope. I don't think I've ever had They roll matters. you over on your belly, Andy, It'll, and then they... It happened in the, it happened in the, in the, in the broad daylight morning to me. It was sunshine in my room, but it was still like... I just couldn't fucking move. It, it only happened the once. It was a weird time when I was working like insane hours between Star Trek and Second City and putting on shows and all kind of... The, 
I just I think I was just my body was just like. So you're saying sleep on the lights on is not going to help either? Fuck you! No, it doesn't. Go to sleep. But it doesn't. It doesn't happen very often. I mean, it only happened to me the once. I have never had that happen to me. It's it's a rare weird thing. But it was. But but what was awesome was (laughs) you fucker. Fuck you. Well, what was awesome was I was, I knew what it was. Right. Like once I got once I my body finally woke up and I was able to put it all together. I was like, oh, that's what that was. That's what that was. But it is like for me, it it looked like that thing from Night on Bald Mountain in Fantasia. Okay. That's what I saw. Was that I nice. saw like, Chernavog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that, like like not clear, but that shape. No. Sure. And it was just, there was just the, he was kind of just an amorphous shape. But I definitely saw like big horn and sure. it's creepy. People see all sorts of things. With they that. Slender Man, aliens. That that's yeah, because all because your brain is yeah. still dreaming. <laughs> yeah, you're still dreaming, but you can see, but you can't. But it's it's fucking weird. Yeah. And don't worry, Andy. Your feed pants will save you. Ah, feed yes. pants will save him. Tim Tam. I'll just wake up to a dark figure sucking on my pants. <laughs> there you go. You've loaded that it with be the first you time. <laughs> the problem is, he fell asleep in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> just like. <laughs> What? So Chupacabra is the goat sucker. What's the pants sucker? Pantacabra. 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 I like Pantacabra better. Andy and his trouser cabra. Chupacabra. Oh, I got a trouser cabra. Ashkashpacabra. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Like Chigagamaga and Chigagagwangag Chigagag. Oh, there he goes. Oshkosh, bagosh, Pantalunabra. Yeah. Holy shit. The FX cable network has hired Michael Green. That's He's a part of American Gods and Blade Runner sequel to serve as showrunner for Why the Last Man. I don't know why. Because we like you. Green will intrigued by this. Green will co-write the script with original comic creator Brian K. Vaughn. Woo-hoo! So he is involved. The network is reportedly the still greatest. considering why The Last Man is an ongoing series and it remains in active development. The 60-issue comic series is about the last surviving man on Earth as he tries to figure out why all the Y chromosomes have died off. Filmmakers tried for years to bring it to the big screen, but every attempt from 2007 to 2014 failed, so it finally landed at FX. The network has shepherded projects such as American Horror Story, Justified, The Americans, Fargo, The Strain, and Atlanta, and the X-Men-related Legion is also debuting in early 2017. But now it's going to be a procedural, right? No, they're, they're not yeah! network. They're not network. Fine. If it was on CBS, worry. Did you read that CBS thing for the Star Trek? I read that the other day. Uh, uh, where they claimed that they can't do sci-fi on network television anymore. There's yeah. no market for it. Yeah. That's like, what Star Trek f- just said? No, yeah. CBS. Uh, CBS. Had, had CBS yeah. that. That's why are they're they going, going digital only. Are they going to give up with the stupid show? No. They're just going to they they, well. going to digital only. They might as well just cancel like it. Yeah. They might as well just cancel it. I agree with you. We we talked about. I was asked about this by two separate scoops this weekend. What do you think about the new Star Trek thing? And, cancel. Oh well, boy. No, but we all agree. Like it goes. It's the antithesis of what Star Trek's about. To start it off as a pay only. You know what I mean? How many of us here picked up on Star Trek because of the unending rerun syndication of the original? Oh yeah. That's, yeah. And even TOS, right? Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah. Uh, next yeah. gen, right? Yeah. That's that's how it works. And that's even more how it works now. Yeah. And they don't even realize it. 
we're done. It's it. I, I don't. I have no faith for this new series. None. I mean, I fingers crossed. I hope for it, but I don't. I think it's going to be shit, especially because most Star Trek is shit for the first two years. Ah. You think they're going to give it more than two years? Fuck no. This is something yeah, that right. I, I see as a possibility that they give up on, but Netflix picks up. I mean, that's gonna ha- that would be the best solution. Yes, that, the that, best possible world. Dream, dreaming beautiful dreams. The well, best I possible mean, world is to get it out of the hands of CBS and into an indie and more indie studio. Amazon or Netflix. Amazon yeah. or Netflix because they would serve as the Desilu. Ah, of, yeah. of the of the day, well, they Netflix is already the distributor for it overseas. Well, Netflix so has like all only the other stuff on there. Yeah, it's only here in the U.S. that we have to that stupid, subscribe uh, to this cable. Thing. That's okay. a fine CBS. point. All right, well, they'll they'll all fix access. it. Maybe. All right, just whatever you do, learn from Matt and don't tour in it because Cox will figure <laughs> it out and <laughs> fuck you up. <laughs> Torrents are getting no joke. Cox I heard right that you. we had that discussion at, at uh, Scoop Fest again too. Yeah. Kids Although stay off your torrents, kids. The new the, the new programs they have going on. Yep. Now. Glimmer glimmer yeah. of hope for the pirates out there. Not that I'm you know. No, no, I'm not no, no, no. I'm not There'll condoning be a shiny piracy. doubloon in the future, according to eighties. Because uh, the internet is now considered a uh, a utility and overseen by the FCC. Uh, internet companies are no longer allowed to filter and or uh, browse your. Street, your your internet. There you go, Maple Leaf. You're safe. So mark ye right. well the words of '80s Jeff. He knows about cyber. <laughs> cyber is a very difficult thing. It's a very dangerous thing, and I think I think we need to curtail it. We have to be careful with the cyber. Squawk! Be careful of cyber. Shut Squawk. up, ya barren bird. <laughs> you and your four hundred pound guy sitting on his bed in my ship. What? Well, oh, I thought you meant you could have children. <laughs> Squawk! No, I don't know what you're talking about, Squawk! I was trying to do a whole Trump thing. <laughs> I was like, is he, going, is he going Dune with this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Baron Harkonnen? Yeah. Baron Harkonnen the bird. The spice might explain Trump. Well, it explains the it color. It must flow, Andy. Yeah. It must flow. So, is there spice in the Keystone Pipeline? That's what's happening. <laughs> Andy's always flowing. Hey, oh. Mm. Tim Tim or drink diapers. or... Diapers. Socks by pants. Oh. <laughs> Attack on Titan. <gasps> yes. Now has its own deck building tabletop game. <gasps> you hear that? Major <laughs> man. Major man. Get on it. Buy it. Game night. Cryptozoic right. Games has announced their latest game will ship next week to retailers for a suggested retail price of $39.99. The game is cooperative, utilizes the popular Cerebrus engine of playstyle. The game has a typical deck builder layout, but it adds the movement of characters as integral to part of the game. In addition to their hero cards and unique abilities, each player will have a stand-up piece that positions them around the attacking titans who will be drawn from the deck. Players lose if more than two heroes meet their end in battle. Nice. I'm always down for a new yeah, deck yeah. builder, man. Especially uh, themed ones. Yeah, but it's a co-op, Todd. Can you can you do that? Uh, that's, that's a good question, but it's cryptozoic, though. so uh-huh. can... You're just house rule of betrayal mechanic. Mm. Oh, wait. <laughs> no. You'll be the titan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do I'm that. I'm going to eat you. Terry Gilliam. 
revealed that he's currently working on a TV remake of one of his most popular fantasy films, Time Bandits. Hmm. Quote, we are involved in two possibilities. One, a TV series based on Time Bandits. Another based on a script Richard Legre... Oh, Jesus. Legrevienze. And I wrote after Fisher King called The Defective Detective, unquote. Whoa, how rich. The co-written and directed by Terry Gilliam, released in 1981, Time Bandits boasted an excellent cast of Sean Connery, John Cleese, Shelley Duvall, Ralph Richardson, Catherine Hellman, Ian Holm, Michael Palin, Peter Vaughn, and David Warner. That fucking movie just was scary to me. It was terrifying to me. I loved it. Don't touch it, Mom. It's evil. It has the best ending. It yeah. The best really dark, confusing ending it for does. a child. It mm-hmm. does. Well, yeah, because like he touches it, they disappear, and then it's like, what the fuck? I'm all by myself now. My first experience on a cruise ship, I probably recounted this on the story on the show already. I'm doing mm-hmm. it again. Um, a carnival cruise back in the 80s, back when it was newish. Right, right. Um, they had a dedicated theater that every day would show a movie, mm-hmm. and that movie would just play on a loop. The day the Time Bandits was there, the first time I'd ever seen it, sat in that theater and watched it, and then I remained in that theater for the rest of the day and most of the evening. Wow. My parents, I found them. I said, you will find me in here. I'm not leaving. And that's where I stayed and just watched it over and over again. That probably had so much formative Mm -hmm. to why That explains a lot. How many times do you figure you watched it? It was over and over again on the same day, so it had to be at least five times, at least. Wow. So five, anywhere five to seven. Mm-hmm. That's glorious. I'm now a little the, hard. The movie followed the time-traveling adventures of an 11-year-old history God, buff man. named Kevin. What's wrong with you? <laughs> who one night stumbles on six Somebody's dwarves. Somebody's been sucking on his pants, man. What do you want? <laughs> We're lucky he's just a little hard. <laughs> yeah, okay. If you have not seen Time Bandits, yeah, yeah, follow along this description. Oh, my word. The movie follows time-traveling adventures of an 11-year-old history buff named Kevin who one night stumbles on six dwarves who coming out of his wardrobe. The dwarves happen to be former workers of the Supreme Being who have stolen a map that charters the holes of the space-time fabric, using it to hop from one historical era to the next in order to steal riches. Through the movie, they meet various historical and fictional characters, including Napoleon Bonaparte, Robin Hood, and King Agamemnon, and even ending up on the Titanic, until the Supreme Being catches up to them. Terry Gilliam also explained what the defective detective is all about, saying, quote, It's about a middle-aged New York cop who was once a hero and has grown fat and cynical and is in the middle of a breakdown, ending up in a child's fantasy world where the rules of mean streets of New York no longer apply. The best way to kill a dragon is no longer a gun, but a tree branch you think is a sword, unquote. A stick. The stick. The stick. That's how it works. It's long. It's long. Yeah, Time Bandits is a world rich for exploration. I'm completely behind this idea, especially if Gilliam is the one doing it. Yeah. Friday, I will go see the ship. You're going back to the ship? Yep. Uh, Remind me where that's at. Big Bear. Big Bear in California. Mm Mm-hmm. It's Big Bear Lake? Yep. Okay. Yep. So it's, it's out in the water. I got to go. Take yeah. lots of pictures. I got to go see this. Man. Yeah, when they cross over into, what is it called when they cross over into, and they go from history into, like the, what's the, the fantasy realm called? The legends. Mm-hmm. Fan, from history into legends. That's just such a mm-hmm. fun moment from there on in. Man, such visuals in that show. Supreme being. You mean God? Oh, we don't know him that well. God, it's got some great lines. Yeah. 
Released on Criterion. That's how damn good it is. Andy, you're mercifully free of the ravages of intelligence. <laughs> Thank you, master. <laughs> <laughs> the Roger Corman biopic. What? The Man with Kaleidoscope Eyes. Oh, wow. We'll start shooting in 2017. The film is being directed by Joe Dante, who got to start working for Corman as an editor and then yeah. a director on the original Piranha. Uh, Dante held a reading of the film script in Los Angeles last month with Bill Hader playing Corman, uh, Jason Ritter as actor Peter Fonda, and Ethan Embry as Jack Nicholson, although it's not known whether these actors will appear in the movie. With hundreds of film under his belt as a producer and director over a 63-year and counting career, it would be impossible to chronicle all of Corman's exploits in one movie. The Man with Kaleidoscope Eyes focuses on Corman as he prepares to direct The Trip, his 1967 cult classic about a director, Fonda, who has his first LSD experience over the course of an evening. The controversial movie, which was written by Jack Nicholson, launched a brief craze for psychedelic movies. Oh, yeah. Corman took LSD himself for the first time as part of his research for the surreal production. The Trip was just one of many influential, memorable <laughs> films that Corman either directed, produced, or distributed, or did all of it. According to his other career highlights were the classic Edgar Allan Poe movies of the 1960s, including The Pit and the Pendulum and Mask of the Red Death, the heady 1963 sci-fi tale The Man with the X-Ray Eyes, 1966's Wild Angels, arguably the first biker movie, and 1975's darkly satiric Death Race 2000. Oh, yeah. And scores of other sci-fi and horror entries, many, many of which you can see in Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Horror entrees, did you say? That too, uh, ranging from Galaxy of Terror to Children of the Corn. Yes, Roger Corman. Roger Corman to Children of the Corn? He was involved in that wow. one, yes. So. Yeah, if you ever look at his IMDb page, you would be amazed at a lot of things that he may not have directed or produced, but was involved in in sure. some form. Like, He's involved in the, the sci-fi yeah. Sharktopus movies yep. and all that, too. So he's still doing it. Roger Corman. Thomas Jane and Molly Parker are set to star in Netflix film adaptation of Stephen King's novella, 1922. This will be the third Stephen King film that Jane has starred in. Previously starred in huh. 2003's Dreamcatcher and 2007's The Mist. That's probably the best thing he's ever done. The Mist is one of probably yeah. in the top three favorite horror movies of all time. It's a good flick. Did you ever see the black and white version? I I haven't, but I've never watched cool. the black and white version. That sounds very cool. You can it's borrow good. it if you want. All right. I got it on my shelf somewhere. I remember when Andy and I, Andy and I went and saw The Mist. Mm. We saw it at Town Square, and it was so goddamn funny because when we left the theater, Vegas had a very rare <laughs> fog. Oh, to right. Up. Uh, oh seriously yeah we're walking into the fog and we're like wow this is so <laughs> fucking weird <laughs> what wow. happens about once every four or five years I yeah. oh I my that. god it was so damn fun it's like the time i got to see speed on a bus <laughs> nice <laughs> <That's crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> it was really fun so i got to see airport on an airplane yeah oh. watch airplane <laughs> on airplane or airport oh god <laughs> yeah, really? airplane on airplane be fun airport yeah. on airplane no thank you <laughs> Uh, the story, uh, 1922, follows a man whose confession to his wife's murder. That makes me wonder, did, do you think Sully made it onto the airplane rotation? No. No, not at all. Right? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> did not. Frigging um, Rain Man didn't get onto airport rotation with one exception. They would show it on Qantas airplanes. Remind me what was the Qantas objectionable thing. Qantas never crash. 
Yeah, he won't. They, they, they be, the Rain reason you're driving across the country is because uh, he refuses Rain to fly. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and, and he cites all the statistics. Oh, okay. And the only plane, the only airline he'll find is Qantas. Because Qantas never. But of course, Qantas doesn't fly to L.A. From uh, the King tale is told from the perspective of Wilfred James, the story's unreliable narrator, who admits to killing his wife Arlette with his son in Nebraska. But after he buries her body, he finds himself terrorized by rats, and his life begins to unravel, becomes convinced his wife is haunting him. Does he have a bunch of uh, chocolate on his pants? That that explains the rats. (laughs) Absolutely. Mm. Uh, Thomas Jane is playing Wilford James, and Parker is taking the role of Arlette. The film is being directed by Zach Hilditch from a script he wrote. 1922 is the second King property that Netflix is adapting. They're also developing Gerald's Game. Mm. Are you I don't watching? Know that one. Are you watching The West World still? Yes. I've I have a lot to catch up on. Yeah, dude. I, that's, another I, thing, that's another thing my brain can't do is do deep stories right now. It's so fucking good. I like how. Did you watch uh, yesterday's? Have not yeah. seen one it of yet. my suspicions was confirmed, but not Damn the it. person that I thought same, it was. Same with me. Yeah. Damn but it. it! It's great. It's great. But uh, but uh, that, that's the one worry that I have about it. But there's a lot of worries I have about it. But it's right. still fucking fun. Duncan oh, and I were looking up really an, an actor the other day, and we ran across a few, uh, one of the actors who was in that. Mm-hmm. And a case, but it's not like a Roman name. Ptolemy Slocum. No, <laughs> that's not Roman. Ptolemy, well, Tommy's in it, and he's uh, Matt's Circus buddy. Circus Maximus. He's Matt's uh, buddy. He's a great improviser. He's done some shows with us out here. It's with, um, uh, no, it's it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, the guy who's doing the voice from um, Grand Theft Auto, the crazy guy. Oh, he's in it. He's he's one of the actors in it. Oh, okay. The guy. Oh, what's that character from Grand Theft Five? Grant that five, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leonard, no, no. Leonard. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, well, who's the he playing? Is. <laughs> Can't remember who he's playing in uh, Westworld. I haven't seen him yet. Maybe he's not come in yet. I'll look it up. That's all good. Last week, it was great. Well, there's one scene when uh, Jeffrey Wright's character is sneaking downstairs to hit an old, old computer for some access to something. Yes, I know what you're talking about. And he passes by the gl- gunslinger, Yul yeah. Brynner's. And, and it's, it, the, it's the fa- really fuzzy. The face is in shadow. Yeah. It's all out of focus yeah. in the background. In the background. And it's, but it's, oh, like, it's like the decommissioned gunslinger is just sitting in a corner of the room. Yeah, I love great. that. Dude, that fucking show. It, I hope they keep playing it right. It's well, they got um, renewed already yeah, for the next yeah. season. Of course. Right? It's fucking gorgeous. And you know oh, what? Evan Rachel Wood's kicking ass. Oh, yeah. I'm actually liking her more than I've liked her in anything recently. She's Well, reason, I mean, like, I think... This is the best thing she's done since The Wrestler. Yeah. Wrestler was awesome. Best thing she's done since Marilyn Manson. But I'm bunch. <laughs> oh, oh. hey When did you do Ryan, uh, Ryan Manson? What did you do by now? Jesus Christ. They say, Mer. Qantas never crashed. Double leave one day. Who the hell's Ryan Manson? Ryan Manson. Write to us. Comments at UglyCowShow.com. Ryan Warner. Until next week, I am Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact checked, Andy. Maple Leaf, Matt. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. Let me get at them pants. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, no, pants. don't go. Oh, oh, no, no don't do yeah. it. Wait till we leave. So Gross. the actor's name is Stephen Ogg. Oh, that Roman name. Yes. Ogg, no, 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 no. The character. That, that sounds more barbarian. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I thought, Andy. I thought I had the name, but I don't. I'm sorry. Good talk. <laughs> yeah. All, All right. right. And, uh, Senator Gaius. Fact check, Andy. We're very, you're very clear Thank on that. Thank you very you much. Said it. I, 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 Brule I, I, story I'm not going to give you a fact that I don't have.
<laughs> I'm not going to be making a fake fact for you. You have. Penn's book, Penn's uh, Spider-Man Deadpool crossover is out. It's very cute, really funny, and uh, well done. The art is exceptional also. So it was I, done well? I was lucky enough to have him sign it for me, sign my copy. So I'm in hog heaven. But if you get a chance, it's uh, Spider-Man Deadpool number 11. It's out now. Uh, get to your local comic book shop and pick it up. Support Penn and uh, be there. Yeah, be there. It's a fun book. It's a fun It's a fun story. If you like Deadpool, it's very funny. Oh, that's a... He got, he got Deadpool's voice right. Mm-hmm. So did you Rebus. like it even though you don't care for Deadpool? Yeah. Okay. Rebus? Well, I mean, Rebus. like I said, Rebus. Deadpool basically stole Spidey's bit. Right, right. That's your, that's your. And you know, and Deadpool totally trashes the fourth wall. But what about what Rebus? <sighs> Rance Rebus? <laughs> no, we're not going to get political, are we? No, that's, no, the, that's char- right. the character's name is Rebus. That's the Roman name he was. Right. Right. Robulus of Rebus. <laughs> Raised by boobs. Dirty ass. Woof, woof, woof. Boob your werewolf. I'm Robulus. I'm Brebus. I was raised by boobs. Boom. 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 I was raised by boobs. The Rebus brothers. Robulus and Rebus. Robulus and Rebus. Rombabo. In the time of gods and dragons. Robulus and Rebus. Tomalak. Under the supermoon. Supermoon. Baba Shababa, baby. So. Uh, did your children just like lose their shit at story time? Like all day, just been like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Talking to Andy? Yeah. <laughs> I am very good at reading children's books. Okay. No, you're not. No, you're not. Don't even. <laughs> wow, there's I a have... little trace of indignation there. There is. And there, no, was a tra- I... there was a trace he's of good at, actual... He's good at illustrating children's books. I, I, that's that. what I was going to say. I go to the public schools and read to the children. No, there's a trace that's of very two nice. anger from experience coming from Maple Leaf Matt. He's like, no, you're terrible at it. What did he read to you and how did he hurt you? Uh I don't want to get into it. It was Good Night Moon, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, good I don't Night want to Moon. Get into it. He fucked up Good Night Moon. It was Meanwhile, go to, it was go the fuck to sleep. Yeah, go to fuck to sleep. <laughs> I would. I you would didn't read him that one when he was in the hospital, right? Go the <laughs> fuck to go sleep. Out there, remember. Go to fuck to sleep forever. <laughs> that was that was just after you know Commander K gave me my second heart attack. That's yeah. right. <laughs> When I was dressed up as an old hag standing over the bed. <laughs> 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 it's just boom, you're the werewolf.